<laughs> nasty bro what's up the team? fuck was that <laughs> what up for, team thanks for jumping on this uh 5 p.m meeting middle of the week <laughs> yeah and if you uh if you ask me uh i would like to uh, interpret the question uh mm-hmm. that's my ceo voice my ceo voice is we need to think bigger yeah, yeah i mean you know guys I, I, we just gotta think bigger you know what i mean I feel like uh, there's two strains of CEO. One is neurotic, like what you just like a Bill Gates energy. Uh, like a, we <laughs> we need to do things to change the world. And then there's also like your Chad CEO type, who like isn't going to mm. be the wolf of Wall Street, but they're going to be like the wolf of their sector. So they're like I they're like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, mm-hmm. I I run a a shipping company that specializes in refrigerated uh, uh, like pre prepackaged meals, you know, and then they, they're like <laughs> roided out in their suit and their, their voice is deeper and more confident. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually much rather prefer to work with the Chad CEOs. I've learned this over my years of experience, Ty, that I'd rather just like bro out <laughs> at work. You know what I mean? I don't need some fucking nerd, some twink nerd. To be like, um, you're not thinking big enough, guys. This am- this ambition is it's not it's not far out enough yet. I'd rather just be like, yo, bro, I'm just gonna hit the fucking wave for. I gotta clear my head, dude. I gotta go surf for like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd much rather work with that, you know. I guess so. I feel the same way, but I think I embody the first energy quite a bit. And I actually think you're just making a reference <laughs> to how I work with you. <laughs> I. I <laughs> I am the neurotic CEO of this podcast, but that's okay because I'm still CEO, baby. Mm-hmm. We're co-CEOs of Think Fresh, and I think actually the <laughs> you're the like if we liken this to Succession, you're Roman, and obviously I'm Roman. Kendall. Obviously, you're Kendall. <laughs> you have the same like height and like stature as him, so that that helps. And I'll be Kendall because I'm the guy who's like. Uh, ready to just like ruin another family's life for my mm. own success. You know, that's the vibe. Yeah. And then there's occasionally a rare moment where you reveal that your your only motivation is your own self-esteem, <laughs> the pursuit of comfort. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I actually just want to look cool for daddy. <laughs> mm. <laughs> your daddy. daddy is- these, uh, this, this jacket has uh uh, Italian silk, please mm-hmm. like me, Daddy. I'll I'll make an acquisition. Please, just be proud of me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that falls into how we actually operate as customers at Subway as well. Because I think you'll, uh, at on the surface, you'll be like, "Give me the number 13. But in reality, I think what you're thinking is, "I hope that they approve my sandwich artist, my my." Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess like step step daddy. No, you're absolutely right. You're <laughs> absolutely right, Ty. I'll never I'll never order by name. I'll always say like, yo, give me let me get the number 10, the number 13, because I don't want to sound gay by saying Bella Matza. <laughs> That's totally fair. I get that. I think but I think like on the surface, it's about a suppressed homosexuality. But at uh, in reality, <laughs> like th- if you go deeper, it's about wanting to speak the same language as your sandwich artist so that they like you so you foster a connection because i think you have artist issues i think you want to i think you want to the artist to like you just like kendall wants roy to like him or whatever the dad's <laughs> name is logan roy logan 
um yeah i guess the the roy the brand of roy is what he's looking for um yeah some likeness from but ty i think you're the one who wants to befriend the sandwich artist more than i do because you'll like you'll you'd probably like change your order depending on the, the artist you get you'd be like actually never mind i don't need the shredded cheese like it's too hard to find <laughs> you know what i mean whereas i'll be like i'll have a wall up thicker than the sneeze guard you know right an emotional wall that's true i will mm-hmm. um bed bend over head over heels to accommodate my sandwich artist i'll ask them for their feedback i will i don't want to inconvenience them in any way I, even mm-hmm. the act of them making my sandwich is a bit of an inconvenience for them i'm like oh you want like you could skip all the vegetables if you want to it's okay like (laughs) you're actually totally right because they'll get paid the same no matter if you come in and order a sandwich or not like they're not on commission so like simply us walking the door we're already starting off on a bad foot you know what i mean Mm -hmm. a bad foot that's actually why i like your perspective on it because you can sometimes turn that around and you know turn that frown upside down and be Mm. like hey we're actually cool customers we're gonna make you laugh and maybe like cause an hr violation you know yeah yeah like i i'm an ally you know i understand that mm-hmm. i am a problem to them and if i can change that <laughs> narrative then maybe mm-hmm. they'll make me a better sandwich mm-hmm. yeah welcome to subway please check your privilege at the door <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, man i feel like yeah if more people were of customer privilege and they took down the sneeze guard of their their mind then we can make beautiful things together, you know? <laughs> Sneeze guard of the mind. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Wow. You know what? Speaking of making beautiful things together, Ty, um, I watched Oppenheimer last night. Mm. And let me tell you, it was a long one. I got home at like 1.30. <laughs> oh, wow. So, so I'm a little bit sleepy today. Was Oppenheimer a blast or did it bomb? <laughs> well said. Um, it was a blast high. I thought it was more engaging than the Barbie movie. And wow. the only reason why I saw both was so that I can come on this podcast and, you know, have a hard stance. I'm team Oppie. Wow. Sloppenheimer. I'm side of the ops. <laughs> <laughs> you were always with the ops. Oh, wow. That's right. Okay. So what makes you like Oppenheimer ham and cheese more <laughs> than I'm pop- Poppenheimen? Poppenheim. <laughs> what a weird word uh what what was it about Um, it that just captured your imagination more than um like bubblegum pink furniture (laughs) um well i don't know man i think i think the entire movie was more chilling i think i think that's the right word to describe it you know i mean so there's one similarity between oppenheimer and the tuna but the movie itself was like surprisingly good at putting you in the moment of like everything going on. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like you would expect like potentially like some action movie esque explosions and like craziness going on, um, which did happen, but it happened like during the, I don't know if I'm going to spoil it. Um, do, do you care? I don't care. <laughs> they, um, they did all the explosion stuff when they were like testing the bombs Right. So they're like in fucking New Mexico, like mm-hmm. lighting up the uh, unseated territories of the natives. <laughs> <laughs> There's absolutely fucking lighting them up. Yeah. Um, Scorching. And that's when you see, like, exactly. 
they're double toasting their farmlands. They call that um, area the bread basket that was really of America, by the way. So they really are <laughs> toasting <laughs> the bread. Ah, <laughs> uh, I also heard it, it was like the dust bowl. <laughs> that makes more sense now. Which is kind of, which is something I would probably call the rice bowl at Subway. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the dust bowl. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Um, but I thought that was really cool because like I saw it in the 70 millimeter, the nerd shit, the nerd way. Mm-hmm. I saw it in the nerdy way and that shit went crazy because it went like full, full bleed on the fucking IMAX screen. Edge and I was like, edge. oh shit, this is crazy. Edge to edge. Um, and I thought that was cool. And then they like dropped the real shit and like, they don't show anything because they're like, you just hear it on the radio and they're like, oh yeah, we just nuked the fuck out of this country. <laughs> And it's pretty crazy because you're just thinking like everyone's kind of like celebrating. You're just thinking like, wow, dude, this is like so fucking twisted because like you saw what it can do. And then that was like a huge moment in the movie. And then you like hear about it happening all over the radio. It's like so anticlimactic, but Mm -hmm. the actual like consequences of it are so great that it's like it's insane, dude. It was like it was a great, great feeling. I I really thought it was cool. Yeah. Interesting. It's kind of like how like the sandwich artist test nukes the foot long and then it leaves the door in the belly of the patron and the sandwich artist is like, I know that the real bomb is about to hit. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's kind of like um, ordering in person versus like ordering via app, like mm-hmm. curbside pickup. You don't get to see the you know sandwich come out of the toaster all steamy, right? But when you're there, mm-hmm. you get the full experience. You're like, wow, this is awesome. But then by app, you're like, you know, Order com- confirmation page. Oh, great. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's your radio. Instant regret. <laughs> wow. So mm-hmm. everyone's telling me that it's a born ah movie. So did you, <laughs> was there any point moments where you checked out and started watching Subway Surfers or Pinky Doll on your phone? <laughs> there was one scene where I popped on my AirPod Maxes and blasted an episode of Think Fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the I guess like fucking low uh low brain cell people who watch the movie would say like oh it's so boring it's taking place in like meeting rooms Mm. like 80 percent of the movie is like in a boardroom and it's kind of like kind of interesting i don't know i find i find that like actually fascinating how like people who have like the most the most powerful people in the world are the same as you and i ty they're just sitting at a table being like oh uh double meat (laughs) <laughs> you know what i mean like nuke right. them twice yeah. <laughs> interesting so yeah dude it's like it, it makes you realize like oh they're not smarter than us they just like somehow got in this position where they are allowed to kill people and they like don't face any consequences mm-hmm. same iq different room that's crazy that like you and i are in like a zoom meeting and they're like in a zoom meeting too but <laughs> their meeting has repercussions and mm-hmm. ours just has a bad sauce mm-hmm. to bread ratio yeah, we can say something on our podcast that would offend more people than them, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. They That's the world we live in, Ty. That's crazy. <laughs> so what, are you going to drop a nuke right now, Eric, for the listeners? Do you have a hot take for us? A hot and ready take? A hot and ready take? Um, well, I already said the take. I mean, I like the movie better. <laughs> um, but there was one line, Ty, that I want to recite for you. Okay. Um, uh, Oppie himself brought up sandwiches unprovoked. Just like in a, in a trial, and I was thinking, like, what is this guy on about? Is he hungry? Um, but he made a joke about sandwiches, Ty, that I want to get your thoughts on. A joke. This is 
This joke. is not a time for joking, Derek. <laughs> People are going to die. <laughs> That's right, Ty. This is after it'll happen, don't worry. Um, but he was like in court or something, and they were saying like, um, how useful are isotopes in the creation of these atom bombs, right? Mm-hmm. Isotopes already sounds like a subway ingredient, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a hidden subway ingredient. Um, but he was like, they're kind of trying to like put that on him as like um, it being important enough for something. And then he like didn't want to use it or something like that. It's just like, they're like trying to like make it sound like it's important, but it really wasn't. Like the guac. And he was saying the guac, exactly. And he was saying like, um, oh yeah, it's like you can use that, but you can also use like a bottle to make a bomb, right? And he was like, it's like it's uh, less useful than a bottle, but more useful than a sandwich. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? What? And this line, Ty, gets repeated throughout the movie. It's like a constant reminder that this guy's a little jokester. It's less useful than a bottle, but more useful than a sandwich. Is he saying that a sandwich can be a bomb? Oh, wait, is he like, is this a double entendre? Because a nickname for a foot long sandwich is a missile. So <laughs> <laughs> it's entirely possible. Um, apparently, this is like a Christopher Nolan edit from reality. Like mm. the real trial happened, and then he like swapped the word that they used in real life for a sandwich. So maybe mm. it's Christopher Nolan who's actually the the subway patron right 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 so maybe there was mm-hmm. like a like maybe the reality of it was something that wasn't woke enough for a modern audience like they said like it's somewhere between a bottle and women can't vote and then they're like oh we can't make that <laughs> so we'll say sandwich instead <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it's like ah oh, people today won't understand that mm-hmm. the good old days <laughs> uh the toasted yeah, so era like, what can what can <laughs> Yeah, what can everyone understand? All the they thems of the world sandwiches. Mm. We can mm. all agree on sandwiches at least, right? Facts. Forty four thousand locations. That's right, wow. baby. So, I wonder what kind of sandwich um, a man who murdered more people than anyone else on Earth would eat. Like, what kind of sandwich help settle that t- tummy mm-hmm. ache? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. Um, there's a scene where, like, after the bomb goes off some dude like throws up mm. and I'm like, did he have the forbidden sandwich? Like what happened there? Right. What did he eat that we're going to throw up? The isotope tuna. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's right. Um, but what sandwich would this guy eat? I mean, he's like notoriously skinny. He's like viciously skinny in the movie. So mm. probably a veggie delight. Probably <laughs> The most minimal sandwich. Of course. Uh, it's always a skinny guy that ends up doing some like absolutely absurd mass murder shit, you know? It's never like a really fat dude. I don't know if it's because they like they can't move enough or like what, but all the school shooters are like these scrawny time. ass dudes. Yeah, they're too happy. They spend their whole life eating. Like how can you be how can you have resentment in your heart and also be like eating four meals a day, you know? Mm-hmm. It's true. Like of course you 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 couldn't plan anything. You're too busy planning your next meal. <laughs> That's right. So you're thinking about murdering this foot long and not like 2000 people. Yeah. Wow. So really a fat society is a safe society. <laughs> yeah, I guess it depends on if you live on the ground floor or the top floor. Mm, yeah, watch out during those earthquakes. You're going to have some meteors hitting the ground. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Heavy loads. Yeah. Wow. 
I feel wow. like that's the vision that Subway shares for the future is that they're like, if everyone's just a little bit, eats a little more, a few more inches, gains a few more pounds, feels a, a little bit more happy, then they've done their part, you know? Mm-hmm. Pretty happy. Yeah, totally. Totally. What did you get up to since we last spoke, Ty? We had the weekend to relax, recharge, mm-hmm. refresh. Um, <laughs> what did fresh. you get up to? We, we, I know you, uh, you left the city. We had Subway together and then you vanished. It's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm so far from home right now that I don't think I could walk home if I tried. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm in it's the, I'm, yeah, I'm out in the bush. I'm in the boonies. I'm a getting, getting to, uh, understand myself a little better out here, you know, uh, but not, not too nice. many, <laughs> not too many interesting revelations. I watched some film last night as well, though. My friend oh. found an old 18 or like eight millimeter like camcorder from the night, like, what it would have been mm. like the 1940s and set it up and put a new bulb in it. And we like ran some projections on a white sheet at his place. And it was like mm. videos of his grandparents honeymoon in like the South Dakota, in like South Dakota and like in the Badlands and Yellowstone. And it was so, I felt like I was in a scene from like a Netflix original shout out to Patty um, where a teenager is like having a, like the main character of the, this rom-com for teenagers is, having a moment of dialogue with a close comrade and then they needed to have an activity unfolding in the background to make it interesting. And then that is actually happened mm-hmm. to me and it was kind of cool. I walked away feeling very cinematic. Mm-hmm. Ties life a movie. Mm-hmm. This actually reminds me exactly of a black mirror episode where it's like the kids found some disturbing home, home footage. <laughs> Dude, that feels like what was going to happen yeah, every time. Every time the camera would like pan over like the like a grove of like maple trees. And then I'd just be like looking squinting. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I know the hat man's gonna come out of there. I'm so scared right now. <laughs> you know, like Oh dude, yeah. Yeah. Don't flip it to the B side because mm-hmm. there could be something on there that you can't unsee. Yeah, the B stands for Blair Witch, baby. Mm-hmm. Or backshots, depending on who you ask. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. <laughs> it was a honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> it was a honeymoon. A honey honeymoon part two. Mm-hmm. on this other tape don't, don't watch that one mm-hmm. yeah well, that's, that's nice ty that's all i got for you though like the uh this venture is still unfolding so maybe next episode i'll report back something more interesting all my life is online now mm-hmm. eric all i'm doing is watching videos from drake's concert and scrolling through whole instagram memes all day long that's that's the real life that's the real me <laughs> mm-hmm. you're an endless loop of dopamine um, and I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also going to be traveling next week. That's right. And this time, we're going to keep the breadheads, you know, looped in. Satisfied. We're going we're gonna to do you right. We're going to do you right this time. We're going to we're going to do we're going to have episodes all next week. You don't got to worry about that. Tummies um, and minds will I be. Won't be that's right. I won't be live with Ty um but i'll be tuning in just like you guys and it's gonna be awesome i'm actually excited to like schedule some episodes over the next couple weeks Mm -hmm. and then tap in while i'm in hong kong Mm -hmm. just like on the train or something i don't know wow it's gonna be great it'll be very cool eric 
Eric will be in Hong mm-hmm. Kong. What are you What are you going to do in Hong Kong in one sentence? What How are you going to summarize what you want this trip to be? Mm. I'm going to walk to restaurants and eat Asian food. <laughs> nice, dude. That should probably yeah, be everyone's I, I Hong Kong experience. Totally. I noticed that, like, there's like a ton of Michelin star restaurants there. I'm not sure why, and I looked up like. Which country has the most Michelin star restaurants? And it turns out it's like France by a long shot. But if you look at the map for Hong Kong, it almost looks like it's the most densely, uh, most concentrated number of Michelin restaurants. Hmm. And so now I'm like curious, like I never, I can actually go the entire week with without eating a non-Michelin star meal. <laughs> oh yeah. If you <laughs> like, put I think a hotel that's a in the pretty right good spot. goal for this. That's very cool. Totally. Um, just double check that they are Michelin star and they didn't just like, uh, creatively misspell Michelin. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Michelada. <laughs> yeah. Michaelin. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, it looks like it's actually through the website. You can see like there's lots of them. Um, some of them up to three stars, Ty, which is wow. unheard of. But yeah, I mean, how many ways can you do noodles, right? <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> like noodles in soup, like can you really perfect it even more? It mm-hmm. seems impossible, but somebody was like, nah, 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 this is worth traveling across the world to go see. So I guess I'll have to check it out. Yeah, dude. Uh, it's always a small portion size at the Michelin spots. So I'm sure like your bowl of rice will no longer be 2000 little grains, but 10 grains of rice perfectly aligned, <laughs> like yeah. ants on a log. It'll be perfectly yeah, ants on a log or like, They'll just give me the spoon and the spoon will have the entire <laughs> portion in the spoon already. Mm-hmm. And I just like go one bite it and then that's it. That's such a great idea for a restaurant where every bite is pre-portioned. And when they bring you your dish, it's not a plate with a spoon, but it's a bunch of spoons on a plate. And each one has the <laughs> a perfect amount of food, like evenly disputed, mm-hmm. distributed in it so every bite is perfect i actually like that it's the only way to guarantee every idea. bite would be perfect is to put it in the spoon whoa whoa that's actually brilliant and then they like arrange the spoons like a creative way and then i don't have to think about like oh i want to like dry the wets and wet the dries you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's all thought through for you the exact portions that's kind of how sushi works mm-hmm. if you think about it whoa you're right every single bite is a Michelin star, like someone signed off on every mm-hmm. bite. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was approved by the maitre d' or whatever and sent to the table. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, good luck. Oh, definitely not the maitre d'. They, their skill set ends at how many? <laughs> how many? <laughs> Fair enough. They're, they're literally oh, like the sorry. wet bread of restaurants. <laughs> My bad. I was thinking of the guy that runs Exposition or Girl. Uh, yeah, the, ex- mm. the Expo. They're checking that shit out. Oh, for sure. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll let you know if the noodles were innovated on or if they're the same. The thing with Hong Kong though, is like all the spots are like cheap. Like I went last time I went there, I, I had the cheapest Michelin star meal and it was like, how cheap duck on rice. How, how cheap like, for the duck? I don't know how cheap, it, <laughs> how cheap I actually have no fucking clue because it was the first meal I had there. And obviously it's cash only. And I had to like leave the restaurant and like go to an ATM take out an undisclosed amount of money and then just like give them whatever they wanted. <laughs> I probably wasted like a hundred dollars that day, like being an idiot because I also like didn't have cash for the taxi ride. And I was like, fuck, here's $20 Canadian. I don't know what you want. <laughs> I got ripped off, but it doesn't matter. They don't want that money either, dude. Yeah. Back then, as long as I had the queen on it, it's fine. 
Hell yeah. <laughs> Fellow colony. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, this is going to be really fun for you. I'm really excited to see what stories you bring back with us, but um, we'll have to hear more about your trip planning on our next episode. That's right. Beep, 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 beep. Wow, wow, wow. All righty, King. Redheads, thank you King. so much for recording with us today. Uh, it's so great to hear you listening and, um, and being a part of this. <laughs> I can hear all of you little mouth breathers just clicking away while you're surfing like to Reddit and mm-hmm. listening to this. Well, it's it's the been live a pleasure. Show. Thanks I'm, for joining. This is our tiny desk <laughs> right now. And I can, the, mm-hmm. there's this room smells like a lot of um, insane body odor. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Wow. Redheads, thank you. Ty, thank you. Catch you on Friday. Ciao. Think fresh, everybody. Ciao.